Hey, Erica. Thank you so much for being here today. Um, the reason that um, I wanted you to be part of this event is because um, a lot of times, uh, you know, trauma and things that comes from the inside are a lot of times stopping us from achieving big things in our life, right? And changing our, our mindset and our life. So I want you to share a lot about that. But first, before I, you know, we, we go into that, I want you to tell us a little bit about you and how do you study this journey when it comes to the anxious female? Yeah, well, thank you, Sarah, so much for having me. Um, I think it's such an important conversation, uh, money and trauma, our mental health and our financial abundance. I think it's more connected uh, than most people realize. Um, but to start just a little bit about my story and my journey, um, in my early 20s, I was really struggling with anxiety. And prior to that, uh, mental health wasn't even on my radar. I was just fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. Um, but internally and externally, there was a, a major disconnect. Um, at that time in my life, um, I started reflecting on my childhood and how chaotic it was. I experienced a loss um, when my father passed away and that was kind of the catalyst uh, for my own healing journey. Um, from that point on, it the anxiety was so debilitating that I had no choice but to look at it because um, it was kind of this thing that was dictating my life and my world kept getting smaller because my filter was, oh, can I do that? No, it'll make me feel anxious. So mm -hmm. I was kind of avoiding all of these things I wanted to do because of anxiety. Um, so really when I started healing the trauma internally, my external world really changed. And um, I went the education route. So I have a bachelor's and a master's in psychology. And I went right into working into the, in the field uh, in community mental health, residential mental health. Um, and that wasn't quite where I wanted to be. And that's a, that's a whole other story. Um, but from there, I actually transitioned back more into fitness. And I was a personal trainer and a yoga teacher. And again, there was something kind of missing for me, um, something I was avoiding, Um, so my next stop was I worked for this startup in fitness. So now I was no longer the, the teacher, but the, the business person behind the scenes, uh, the creative director, which is, was an awesome experience, but it was a startup. So it came with a ton of risk. And unfortunately, the startup was not successful. And I found myself from a really high paying job to basically being unemployed um, in the matter of a week. And so that was a huge pivot point for me to be like, okay, I've learned all these business skills from working from a startup. I've learned all these skills from my education and my own healing journey. And I kind of put those pieces together. And that was really the formation of Anxious Female. That I was like, you know what? The path is really to tell my story And to help people with all of this wisdom, I've really learned over the last decade or so. Um, and that actually was what was in alignment for me to create this business. It was really purpose-driven. And that really opened the door to this idea of abundance. So that's, that's kind of my path to how I got here. 
That's great. So I imagine, again, you started uh, studying psychology for, I imagine, for your own personal healing. And then when you found yourself of being dealing with other people and their issues, like, did that make you more anxious? I don't know. I wonder. (laughs) Really, really good question and really intuitive. Um, It did. The beginning part, it did because I did not have the skill set yet. I wasn't as connected with myself as I thought. I had all the textbook knowledge, but textbook knowledge is so different than life experience, right? Yeah. So I could hide behind a textbook. I could hide behind definitions, but the relational piece of sitting with someone and being with someone through their journey and their pain and struggle requires you to sit with yourself. Yeah. So I still was in this place of, I intellectually get it, but I haven't done the messy work of feeling it. So yeah, it brought up way too much anxiety. And I was like, this is not the path. (laughs) Yes. So, um, and how were you able to, um, you know, find yourself and heal yourself? Because like you said, you had the textbooks, but, uh, and then when you saw older people, you realize that, hey, I'm not ready emotionally, right, to be able to do this. How were you able to transition and heal yourself and, you know, take care of yourself in order for you to be able to keep moving and become strong and probably at the same time protected? Because in a way, I don't know, it sounds to me, I have this feeling that you are an empath. I don't know, I might be wrong, Um, (laughs) you know. It takes one to know one. So mm-hmm. I feel like um, that, yes, that, you know, like all of that was actually affecting you. And then at some point you need to protect yourself, right, from receiving all of that energy from the people around you. So how were you able to um, to work on that? Yeah, well, I wish I had one answer, one, you know, I did this one thing and it really <laughs> shifted it all. Um, but I think it was really about learning more about myself and I worked with different healers and practitioners and doctors and therapists, you know, you name it. I explored all possibilities. Um, but it really was this idea that I didn't understand then about what transformation is. And it's not about intellectually understanding it, right? It's really about the application and, creating enough pause in my life, enough space where I actually was slowing down, intentionally creating like relaxation practices that I was able to get quiet enough and start listening to what the anxiety was saying or listening to what these emotions were saying. And from that place, I really could create alignment for myself. Um, But I have to say it was so much more about learning about my body and my nervous system Because you can't create clarity, you can't create alignment or have any flow if your nervous system isn't regulated. So it all came back to how do I regulate my nervous system? And once I really deeply understood that, embodied that, applied that, that's when shifts started to happen. Because when when you're regulated, you don't have to protect yourself, you just have discernment. So you can feel into yourself and be like, oh, that's not safe this isn't a good fit for me. I'm going to say no. Right. Or, Oh, that feels expansive. That feels good in my body. I'm going to say yes. So now all of a sudden I have this compass that I didn't have before. Okay, good. Or you learned how to read it. Maybe you always had it, but now you can 
you know, you, you understand it and now you, you can, you know how to read that compass. That's awesome. So true. So and true. then, um, and then again, you were successful in your different businesses, even though the startup didn't work, but you had that learning experience. And then how do you feel like, when was the, like, like the light bulb moment when you say, anxious female, like, this is what I want to create. This is my purpose. Yeah. So I was actually, uh, when I was working for this startup, I was in New York and um, it was about two to two and a half years in and the energy and the pace and the, you know, working 12 hours a day and the burnout and the, it was just this go, go, go. And I remember I took a vacation for the first time in that long, that amount of time. I was on a beach um, in Aruba, which was beautiful, but it was like, finally there was calm and there was quiet. And I'm not kidding out of nowhere. I just had this like download of these pieces come together in a business that you've always wanted to start. And then I was just, I remember I was on my phone on the beach, which is also interesting, right? Cause I wasn't off the grid, <laughs> but I started brainstorming all these names and I landed at anxious female. Um, because it really encapsulated this persona or this false self that I was living in, right? That all of this anxiety, that's not really who I truly am. This was just the person and the place I kept returning to because I didn't know how to feel and express my truth or my emotions. So it was just this like lightning bolt moment. And from that day on the beach, the second I got home, I just started creating and sharing with really no clarity on like how this is going to work, but just this why, you know, like it was like, I know my why this needs to be shared and we will see how it shows up and unfolds. That's great. So then now let's talk about the, the, the money on the financial side. Mm -hmm. How did that look like at the beginning? And, and, you know, like how um, after that, what started to happen? At the beginning, I was hustling. <laughs> I was, you know, doing a ton of different odd jobs to try to support this vision um, of anxious female. I went back to my roots of personal training. Um, it, it was, I was all over the place, right? Um, and then when I started the business and I started working uh, with women first, um, what really showed up for me was I have no boundaries whatsoever. And I do not know my worth. Those are the two things that showed up right away um, because I couldn't create enough structure to hold anybody accountable. And um, the, the price point that I started off really reflected you know, how I saw myself and my worth. So I really had to do a lot of work with being able to create a container for my services and say, this is what I charge because I am worth that because this is all of the wisdom and the pain that I've had to sit with to, to be able to hold space for you. Right. So it came back to doing all this inner work um, to set boundaries and to know my worth. That is awesome. And that is so important because a lot of times as, as women, we are not true to ourselves. And even though we know that we are worth more, we actually settle a lot of times in different areas, you know, it doesn't have to be necessarily with money, but in a lot of areas, unfortunately, or the opposite that 
we don't understand our worth and we allow all the people to decide for us. So I think that's great that you actually came to that realization of what is your worth and you started putting those boundaries intentionally, which is super important. And then, so what happened when you did that? Yeah, the, my clientele really shifted and there was so much expansion and I was calling in the women that were so aligned with me right? Because the, the women I've wanted to work with um, were just a few steps behind me, right? We're, we're always serving someone who's been on a similar journey as we were. So the biggest shift was just noticing it, the alignment between myself and clients. And that piece is so important, right? You have to have resonance with the person that you're working with. That really creates this, this safety and this uh, chemistry, that helps guide the process. Um, so that shifted a lot, but just the entire, the entire structure of my business actually really shifted. Um, just how I I've laid out my different services and the containers. I was too afraid to even set containers at the beginning. And now it's like, this is the container. I, I hope it works for you. I know that it will provide value, but you also have to say yes to yourself. Right. So I also had to address the, the rejection piece, right? Because when you start setting these boundaries in the containers, you're going to get more no's and that's okay. But you have to have that resilience, right? To sit with the no's. Yes. Yeah. A lot of times, you know, like we, we don't like no's because we want certain approval, right? We don't feel that we don't, we don't want like to be rejected. We want approval from everybody, but you're right. You know, we have to create those containers to, uh, and, and be loyal to ourselves and what we feel that is real. And in the end, it works better, right? In, in the end, this is what, what it actually is going to make us successful. So how does your business look like now? Uh, well, my business, you know, the, I'm constantly going through different pivots and those pivots come from really sitting and being still with myself and quiet and listening, listening to the feedback also of my clients and what they need. So mm -hmm. it's this balance of, I want to listen and honor myself and my needs and what lights me up. And I also want to listen to the feedback of the people I'm working with, right? What do they need? How, how can I make this a safer, deeper experience for them? So I really try to take in both of those. Um, but I also came to a realization that I've, I want to work with more than just women. So uh, that has expanded to where now All I right. am into my practice as well, um, and my natural kind of zone of genius has always been writing. So I write a lot, um, but I also am really good at hiding behind my words. So the most recent pivot is the, the big picture goals are write a book and TED Talks. And so now it's saying yes to all of these interviews, right? Showing up, yes. being seen, using your voice. So I feel like that's kind of the the path now. Um, but it's so funny how when you have your own business, where your business at is so reflective to where you're at on your personal journey, right? They really coincide. So when my business isn't expanding, it's like, ooh, what block am I hitting up with within myself and my personal journey? Or like, where's their fear within me? What is that about, right? That's great. So I want to ask you a question. So what does a smart woman with money looks for you? 
For me, what that looks like is alignment first. Always trying to seek clarity within myself and staying true to that, like really upholding my values. Um, it's so much about energy management too. Yeah. Because I notice, I can feel into when am I in scarcity and when am I in abundance? When is my energy kind of tapped out and energetically I don't have the capacity to hold or call in more money, more clients, more work? And when is my energy in a place where I am open and available to calling in abundance? So for me, it's like managing your energy or regulating your nervous system and then directing it towards what you want. But a lot of times I think we skip the managing and regulating yeah. part and just try to go into, this is what I want. I'm going to manifest it and create that. But it's like, but your body and your nervous system are saying you can't. So finding alignment between those two has been really key for me. Yeah, absolutely. I completely uh, agree. Again, you know, money is, is energy right? It needs to flow and it cannot be, you know, like, like contain or it can, you know, like it's, it's, it's all about energy and, and what we actually um, transmit, you know, when we feel or touch or, or talk about money. And, um, and I, I definitely um, agree that we need to have the right mindset, the right energy you know, inside of us. And when I say energy, you know, like I, I put my hands right here because, because it is related, right, on how we feel. If, if it makes us feel constructed or if it makes us feel expansive, like you said before. So I totally, totally agree. I would love to share this little story with you because it's... Yes, please. Okay, because I think it's relatable. And also, I think it's important to, like, see our failures, right, or see where we're out of alignment, Um this was about maybe six months ago, six months to a year ago, and I wanted to create this course, or so I thought, this course that would have a group. And you see a lot of coaches kind of go that path, right? This pre-recorded course, and then you kind of walk a group through it. So I'm like, okay, that that's that's what everyone's doing. So I'm gonna do that. And I started to create it, and um, it was going okay. The creation process was okay. Um, but I decided I was going to start talking about it and selling it or sharing it before it was finished because I could feel I needed kind of like a kick in the butt to finish it. Um, so I start putting it out there on my social media. And within a week, I had like hundreds of responses about interest in this course. <laughs> and, you know, ideally, that would feel exciting. It would have brought the motivation, right? That would have been the path. Um, but somewhere along the way, I got so out of alignment with this course and realized I was doing it because I should, or doing it because I, I wanted to create more money. Yeah. Not but, the right reasons. Exactly. And so what ended up happening when I had my DMs completely flooded, I literally didn't respond to anyone for two weeks, <laughs> nothing. I went radio silent because I, I was so overwhelmed, um, by the interest and at this conflict of but this course is not, it's not it, it's not in alignment. And I had to sit with that discomfort for these few weeks and was not responsive. Um, the course never did end up launching because I decided it wasn't in alignment. But what I did end up doing was responded individually to every single woman 
saying, hey, I'm going to be honest with you. This is what happened. And I kind of walked them through my process and said, I would love for you to take a look at what I have created and give me feedback on your thoughts on it. So it was this big, like vulnerability growing moment, but on paper it failed. Right. And yeah. down to being out of alignment. And how was the feedback from your clients at that time? The people that you DM? They were so receptive. I think because it was so transparent, yeah, <laughs> so honest, and it was a total, like, I really dropped the ball on that. And this is why, and could I ask for your help? So actually people were so receptive and supportive and it was a huge growing moment for me. <laughs> so I know that you have something for the audience. Um, you know, what, what is it that you have for the audience today? Yeah, so I created, um, I called it a survival guide, and it's really related to anxiety and panic attacks. And it walks you through um, some different tools to use in each situation. Um, anxiety and panic are relatively different, but one can lead to the other, mm -hmm. the other can lead to more. So I really wanted to just provide some tools to help with both because when you can kind of regulate your nervous system and release anxiety, it doesn't build up to the point of panic and overwhelm. And when we're at that place, we're just so deep in survival. Um, it's, it feels really lonely and hard and you're definitely not creating abundance from that place. Um, so yeah, it's just a guide to walk people through both of those experiences with some tools to implement. That's great. Thank you so much. So make sure to click on the link and grab Erica's uh, gift that she has given us today. So thank you so much. I really appreciate it. So how do you help uh, women today? Tell me like, because that obviously that course didn't, you know, flop because <laughs> it was not energetically aligned with you. And I completely, I hear you. I completely understand because I have done the same thing. I have started courses and I'm like, this doesn't feel in alignment. This is not what I want to do. So I completely understand when it comes to that. I'm sure that we are not the only one, let's say it that way. But how do you help your clients today? So I do a lot of one-on-one -on -one work um, and it's all revolving around anxiety um, and trauma. And kind of the genesis of it is body-mind connection and really working to regulate someone's nervous system so that they feel safe within their body. And then we dive deep into relational um, points of their life because it's really relationships um, where we get hurt, but also where we heal. So yeah. if we can regulate our nervous system and feel safe within ourselves, then we get to have those deep connections with other people and create that intimacy, which I think we all crave, right? We all crave connection, but trauma brings up so much fear um, that we live in self-protection and isolation and aloneness. So really my work is let's regulate your nervous system so you feel safe with yourself and with other people. That is great. And, and that is so needed today, you know, especially in times like this, uh, a lot of people need to, to learn how to listen to themselves and how to uh, be able to manage their anxiety and, and, you know, everything is all fear-based most of the time. So like how to handle their mindset in order to uh, manage their, um, you know, their body. And, um, and that's something that I talk a lot about in the money side. 
right, uh, when it comes to money, because I do feel that money problems are when there's a detachment, right, between money and your mind, your your soul, and uh, and and again, it's, there's nothing wrong with. Uh, it's about understanding how money works, so they can actually get connected and you know have that life of abundance. So thank you so much, Erica, for being here. I really appreciate it. And thank you for the gift that you have provided uh, to the audience. And again, um, yeah, make sure to grab the link. And yeah, thank you, Jessica. I'm sorry, Jessica, Erica, (laughs) my apologies. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye.